there. Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. I'm Robin Walker, your host and business coach. And this is about the 42nd time that I am recording this intro. For whatever reason, call it the holiday break and getting back into work, it's been difficult to be able to say my intro. So I'm just going to skip right into it and let you know that we're going to be talking about planning your year and how you can make this year better than the last. If you want to just skip this whole episode and have me help you plan your year and your business activity and strategy, we can do that one-on-one or you can hop into the Impact Business Circle and take advantage of the free bonus for quarter one, which is our entire Plan Your Year program. We'll be doing it live as a group January 4th, but if you missed that, the whole course will be in the Impact Hub and you can work through it on your own and then use our mastermind calls for your one-on-one strategy. Just go to womensbusinessworkshop.com slash plan your year. Now let's hop into the episode. It's that time of year when business owners dream bigger than usual, vow to stay on track, and make endless promises to themselves about what they will accomplish this year when they just try harder And this is the year that I'm going to be able to get up early, plan all my social media on time, and have all my invoices submitted earlier than the deadline. Does any of this sound familiar? And I joke with you, and I'm guilty of the same thing, but for some reason this time of year, we have overambitious perspective on how efficient we truly are and how long things actually take us to do. If we haven't been able to quote-unquote force ourselves to be on time for social media in the last five to ten years of business, all of a sudden we're just going to have that much more willpower? I don't think so. We all know that these promises don't last very far into the new year. So, my friends, what is going to make this year different? What will make 2024 different? I'm going to get straight into it and just tell you the answer. Accountability. It is the real reason why most of you aren't achieving your goals. You work by yourself or with a few team members who, let's be honest, they probably don't have the ability or the authority to call you out on not getting things finished. So who is holding you responsible for following through on your tasks or your goals? Let me just answer that for you. I'll tell you guys who you've been asking for accountability from, and then I'll tell you why it's not working. So some of you are asking your spouses to hold you accountable, and I'm just going to tell you guys that's just a bad idea. I think we all know why, and I don't really need to say it, but unless your spouse is your co-owner, I don't think it's a good idea to set yourself up for having your spouse be the one to tell you what you're not doing well. All right, number two, maybe you asked a friend or a colleague to be accountability partner. Why don't you tell me if this sounds familiar? You find someone else who says, oh my gosh, I totally need accountability. And you say, so do I. Let's be accountability partners. Sounds great. You start out strong. Maybe you message each other. Maybe you meet regularly. And then it slowly fizzles out. Or one person's the only person contacting the other. Can I tell you what's wrong with this scenario? Two people who struggle with accountability are deciding they're going to help the other person with accountability. 
So if you're looking for someone to help you with accountability, don't pick someone else that also struggles with the same problem that you struggle with. It usually does not work. Maybe you're just trying to will yourself to change. You're just going to try that much harder. Or maybe you have said, I'm going to come up with these new weekly routines and schedules. But often these have no basis in reality, you guys. They're just not realistic compared to what your history shows for your efficiency or when you like to work or how long you can focus or in what environment. We're really overambitious when we make all these crazy schedules and routines. And some of us just aren't built that way. Lastly, maybe you make this elaborate business plan for the year and then you never look at it again. Or partway through the year, when you've been winging it again, you catch yourself and you say, oh, I got to go back and look at that business plan. These don't work. Bits and pieces of these may work to help support you, but they're not true accountability and it's not consistent or reliable. Now, you may have some accountability already built into your business that you don't even realize or you don't count. Your CPA or your accountant is expecting your financials by a certain date. So you do them. Even if it's begrudgingly, you give her your financials because it is the time and the deadline and you don't want to disappoint her. The IRS is expecting your business taxes to be submitted by a certain date. And I really hope and know that most of you do them. You turn them in when you need to turn them in because you don't want the IRS on your bad side, of course. Your employees need to be paid on time. So that's something you follow through on because your employees are counting on you. Do you notice what the consistent thread is? It's another human being that's expecting you to complete a task. But most entrepreneurs don't have some similar accountability set up to hold themselves accountable for their business growth or that big project you want to do, that thing that you've always dreamed of getting complete. You don't have anyone holding you accountable for that. All right, so let's switch into my nerdy side and look at the data behind goal achievement. According to a recent Forbes article about the study held by the American Society of Training and Development, ASTD, researchers found that individuals have the following probability of completing a goal by taking these different actions. Some of these you've probably done. I'm guessing most of you have not done all of them. Number one, you have an idea or goal. That's not hard. A lot of you already have that. If you have a goal, guess what your percentage is that you're going to complete it? 10%. 10%. So just having an idea or a goal will get you one-tenth of the way. Consciously deciding that you will do it, researchers say, bumps that up to 25%. If you want to get up to 40%, you have to decide when you will do it. And I do see this as a big gap for people who set goals. They don't decide when they're actually going to work on it. That bumps you up to 40%. But even still, at that point, you have more chance of not completing the goal than you do for achieving the goal. Most of you are probably thinking, okay, well, if you plan how to do it, you've decided, you have the goal, you know when you're going to do it, that's got to get us close to 100, right? Nope, it's only 50%. So you have your idea, you decide you're going to do it, you decide when, 
and you create the whole plan and that's still only 50%. Now to bump you up another 15% is committing to someone else that you will do it. So that's telling another person, I am going to write this book. So you have the plan, you have all the things and you tell someone I'm going to do it. That will get you up to 65%. Then there's one more step that can get you up to 95%. 95%! That's like pretty much there. That is to have a specific accountability appointment with someone you've committed to. So this is having regularly scheduled appointments with someone who is committed to helping you with your goal. Now, when you say you had your friend that was going to be your accountability partner, maybe you only had that and the goal, but you didn't have any of the middle pieces or that other person wasn't as committed as you were. You know what helps you get really committed? When you pay money for something. How many of you have paid money for something? So maybe it's an event. You're like, I'll be darned. I'm going to that event. I paid for it. We're going to go. I'm not going to let those tickets go to waste. Or maybe it's some kind of subscription. Now, I'm not going to use a gym as an example because I know there's plenty of people that pay for the gym and do not feel obligated to go. So we're going to leave that one off the example list. So there's nothing wrong with paying for accountability. I think a lot of people think, and I'm going to do like quotes, that they should be able to do it by themselves. The research is showing you that you can increase your chances by 30%. That's the biggest jump out of all of the different tasks jump by 30% by having someone else committed to meet with you regularly to talk about this specific goal. This is not a networking group. This is something that is specifically a person asking you about your goal and your action steps. So let's go back through those steps real quick. Having an idea or a goal, I think you guys are all capable of doing that, obviously. We all do it. Often people just do it on a whim though and they just pick a number out of the air. I want this many clients or it is a goal that's I want to write a book. So make sure that your goal actually is a part of something bigger. That's something I think the SMART goals are missing. Have your goal be something that's part of a bigger vision for your business, for your life and make sure that that smaller goal is going to help get you to where you want to be. Number two was consciously deciding that you will do it. Um, Obviously, this is like if you're setting a goal, you're going to believe you could do it, right? But I think there's a piece missing there, and that is that you believe you can achieve it. I might say, I am going to do this. I'm making a decision to do it. But if there's a part of me inside that's saying, I don't think I'm actually going to do it. I haven't had writing a book on my actual goal list. It's on my big picture list. Because there's a part of me that's always saying, not this year. I don't know that I actually want to do the work for that right now. And that's okay. But acknowledging that, then I'm going to have less chance of failing because my head's just not in it. So deciding is one thing, but having the mindset to believe you are going to do it and you are capable of doing it, I think is a huge part of that second step. Number three, the one about deciding when you will do it. I see this happen all the time where people have their action step list, they have their goal, they're so on the right track, but they never actually write down when they're going to do the task. 
you can add your steps, but if they're not in your calendar, you're just going to wing it and hope that you suddenly find all of this free time that you can work on these action steps. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to happen. You need to be able to have a time on your calendar when you've dedicated that time to doing these steps towards your goal. Occasionally, we'll have someone that just can't figure out why they can't get their goal done. They're not really sure what's in the way. And if I ask, when is it on your calendar? When do you think you could work on that task? Nine times out of ten, their shoulders drop. They're like, fine, Robin, I'll put it on the calendar. It's a task they don't want to do. But sometimes our goals have tasks we don't want to do and we have to do them or hire someone to do them in order to reach our goal. So having that extra accountability for someone to say, when are you putting it on your calendar? We'll wait. And then finding the time while everyone's there with you to be able to make that commitment of time. And I'll say, I just had a member turn this back on me and remind me to put something on my calendar. And she, I say, I felt robin because she said, when can you put that on your calendar, Robin? <laughs> oh man, my words are coming back to bite me. But it's true, it does help. So then the next one is committing to someone that you will do it. So this is saying it out loud. It's posting it where people can see it. If you're brave enough, putting it on social media, but having other human beings who know you're doing this thing. And then lastly is having that specific accountability appointment with someone on a regular basis. So what would it feel like if you wrote down your next three steps towards your goal and I told you that I would be asking you about those steps in an upcoming Zoom meeting with me and your peers, would you have a higher chance of getting it done? You betcha. Many of the mastermind members in our group get the task done the day before a call or even that morning. But you know what? It doesn't matter. They get it done. It doesn't matter when. They know I'm going to be asking about it. And no, I am not mean if they haven't gotten it done. I don't have to be. The peer feedback environment is motivating. You want to have it done. And then if it's done, then you get help deciding what your next step is. And so often that is something that holds us back. If it isn't done, then you get questions to help find the real reason why it isn't getting done. Or you get help getting that task on the calendar, like I mentioned, or we address whatever the roadblocks are. How is this different than your current system of accountability? Do you have something like this in your life that can help you to get the tasks done that you really don't want to do? You can will yourself all you want, but completing goals usually comes down to your circles, your systems, and your willingness to put yourself as a priority. Imagine you have a boss that's expecting you to complete these tasks. You would have them done by the deadline, but why can you not do that for yourself? We feel like we, again, quote, should be able to, but there's no negative consequence if you don't, aside from eventually tanking your business, of course. Let me in the impact group stand in for this boss accountability for 2024. Give it a year and see if you make more progress on your goal than the year before. We have different leveled groups depending on your stage of business, so you will be with your peers, and we will help you choose a strategic goal and the action steps and the accountability to follow through. You get 
all of those steps that they mentioned in that study, we have all of those built into the impact group and we've had them in there since the start five years ago. Rest assured, we've got the system down for you. All you have to do is hop in and follow the steps. Just to make the group even more impactful for 2024, we have a bonus of the Plan Your Year curriculum that is going to be happening on January 4th that I mentioned at the beginning. If you miss that date, it will all be online in the private resource hub for the Impact Mastermind group, and you can have a strategic year planned out. Then from that plan, we take your first quarterly goal, which will be a smaller step that will help you get to that big year-long goal. This is the year that we are going to stop winging it and get support from our peers and from the professionals. There are a lot of different ways that you can get support. If you would like to hop on a call and I can share some of the different ways that you and I can work together in 2024, please visit womensbusinessworkshop.com and look for the link to book a discovery call. I am rooting for you guys in 2024. I am excited for your businesses. I am excited to see your growth. Please get in touch and share your goals with me for this new year. Now go get back to work. 